0: Love Talk Radio. Rifleman Radio Show The Rifleman Radio Show is brought to you by the Appleseed Project which is the sole project of the Revolutionary War Veterans Association and what is the Revolutionary War Veterans Association what does the RWVA do because I told you before that the first time that <clears throat> I heard about it I thought it was some uh, reenacting group something like that or uh uh, or just a bunch of guys getting together and uh, and wearing Revolutionary War costumes and uh, and, uh, and talking about being in the Revolutionary War, or something like that. I, I didn't understand the the premise by any means at first. And I told you when I first started reading the page from uh, from Shotgun News that i thought that fred was absolutely looney tunes you know i thought he was uh, ranting and raving with a huge page of uh, small print <clears throat> and uh, and i uh, i got aggravated because i thought uh, why why is he going on about this revolutionary war stuff that was Two hundred plus years ago, it's old, it's dusty, it's moldy, it's it's got those big baggy sleeves and the frilly cuffs. Uh, why? And then I realized there was a good reason behind it. It's because without those guys, there wouldn't have been uh, an uh, an American nation as it is today. And without those guys, we would not have. Our Constitution, we, we wouldn't have any by any means any type of the life that we're living now. Uh, would we be speaking with a British accent? Uh, I doubt it, because that was gone uh, pretty much by 200 years ago. I mean, you had uh, uh, you, you had the folks from England saying that they were having a hard time understanding the folks in Boston. <clears throat> so, uh, so I don't think we would have a British accent, but. We would not have the nation that we have today, folks. And that's all part of the program of the Revolutionary War Veterans Association is to honor those folks who stood together on April 19, 1775, who stood together in ranks in order to safeguard the freedoms and liberties that they had established for themselves. And how do we honor someone? How are we going to honor those folks? How are we going to even up the score? How are we going to pay them back? How are we going to to make it right between us, between the current Americans and the folks who started up? How are we going to pay that debt? Because we owe them a huge debt. How are we going to make it right? And the answer is we can never fully repay the debt. Uh, it's, it's, It's going to be forever will be an account that's due but what we can do is to pay the interest on that debt by remembering those folks and remembering the ideas uh... that they sought to provide for the nation <clears throat> and we do that every weekend of the year somewhere within reasonable driving distance of you in the united states in the continental united states and and we're expanding uh to the Alaska and Hawaii states but every weekend within a reasonable driving distance of you will be an Appleseed seed rifle marksmanship weekend a two-day course <clears throat> which provides Americans with the absolute best fundamentals of rifle marksmanship program in the in the United States today the absolute best uh we've been working hard at this and we have been maintaining strict standards for our instructors and for our events. We take great pride in this. And our instructors, by the time they make it to full instructor to a Red Hat, uh, they have in many cases uh, 60, 70, 80, 100 hours of instruction behind them. And uh, and they're some of the best instructors in the nation at this. We We have this program down pat and it's an excellent program it's a two-day program provided by the revolutionary war veterans association which is a nationwide grassroots not-for-profit organization run by volunteers we have well over a thousand volunteers across the nation now instructors and we are holding events uh... in in every state across the continental United States. And like I said, somewhere, each weekend, somewhere within a reasonable driving distance is an apple seed rifle marksmanship event. And uh, you want to find out how to get to it, here's what you do. You go to rwva.org. That's our homepage. On the page... There's a list of tabs across the top. The second from the left says Appleseed. If you put your cursor on that, you'll get a drop-down menu. These, uh, on the drop-down menu, select Schedule, and that will take you to a page which has a map of the United States on it. If you put your cursor on, one of the, on the state where you wish to attend and click on it, that will open up an additional window with a listing of the events in that specific state. If you'd like to see the events that are going on all across the nation, there's a hot link embedded in the text above the map. You click on that, and you'll get a listing of the events across the United States. <clears throat> now, once you when you're looking at this, the listing of the events, uh, don't look at it with the idea of, my, wouldn't this be something nice to do? Look at it with the intent of attending an an event. You can you can think of things that you would like to do uh, endlessly. You can think of things as wouldn't this be be nice to do someday endlessly. But making the decision to attend an event uh, is going to be a, a life-changing decision for you. Uh, I honestly believe that and and it's not just me. There are hundreds of other folks uh, who believe the exact same thing as I do. <clears throat> and when I say that it's going to be a life changing event, I don't mean that uh, uh, this isn't some kind of a cult. This isn't some kind of a, uh, a some kind of a strange phenomenon. What it is is you'll be attending an event where people are going to talk to you about shouldering your Uh, part of the responsibility for safeguarding the freedoms and rights that living in this nation affords you. And uh, and then you're going to make a decision to either do so or not do so. And those folks who make the decision to do so, and like I said, it's a life-changing event. All right. Once you've uh, selected the location you'd like to attend, there's two hot links to the right. One says information." Now that will give you the information for that specific event on that specific date. It'll give you the where the event's are going to be held, uh, who to contact for more information uh, the the folks hosting the event, et cetera. And then uh, right under that is another hot link that says "Register," and that's where you can register the event online. If you click on that link, it'll take you to our third-party uh, software, and the that is the Eventbrite uh, company that handles our registration. And uh, <clears throat> you can pre-register there, and that'll do two things. One, it'll ensure that you have a place on the line at the event that you wish to attend, and uh, and events do sell out. They sell out on a fairly regular basis, and you don't want to go through the trouble of selecting an event, taking the time to go there, and then find out that you can't lay your rifle on the line. All right? That's no good. It also helps us know how much gear to send and how many instructors to send. We like to make sure that we have a a good uh, ratio of instructors to students. And there have been occasions where... The event has sold out, but we have obtained additional line, additional line either at that same range or by going to another range nearby and uh, and securing that uh, another range for the folks. But we're not going to know to do that if you haven't pre-registered. All right? <clears throat> so please, uh, if you're deciding to go to an event, please pre-register for it. Now, let me tell you another thing that this does. You pre-register for your event, and... Uh, on that same page, there is a. You have the ability to sign up for the uh, for a membership in the Revolutionary War Veterans Association. I believe it's still twenty dollars for a one year membership. Now, if you take your paid receipt for the Appleseed and your paid receipt for the RWVA membership, and you go to the event, and at the event you shoot and you shoot well, but you don't shoot to rifleman standards, which is 2, or above on the AQT, and you're not satisfied with not making it, then you can take the RWVA membership and the paid receipt for your attendance to the shoot boss. He'll enroll you into the Rifleman's Opportunity Program, and that means you'll be able to shoot, uh, attend any of the Appleseed events anywhere in the nation, free for one year, or until you shoot to Rifleman Standards. Now, it's not going to take you a year uh, to shoot to Rifleman Standards. But you'll be eligible to return uh, at no charge for a year. And, of course, the goal is to get you to shoot to Rifleman Standards, 210 or above on the AQT, or uh, a score of 200 at the actual distance uh, AQT. And when you do that, to talk you into becoming an apple seed instructor, to accepting the hat and becoming an instructor. Information, knowledge is worthless unless it's passed on. And that's the duty of each and every one of us, to pass on our knowledge and to pass on the skills and techniques that uh, that we understand uh, as far as shooting Pass on the skills and techniques for shooting, which is an American heritage, to the rest of the Americans. All right. Uh, All right. I'd like to to welcome everybody that is uh, in the chat room. I thank you guys for uh, coming in. Those folks that are in the chat room uh, that are listed as guests. I don't think that the guest can comment on there, but listen, if you would like to make comments in the chat, it only takes a few moments to register uh for an account at blog talk, and they're not gonna dig in your business uh really all they're trying to do is to make sure that you're not a scammer uh spammer <laughs> or a scammer. they're trying to make sure that you're not a spammer and uh so they're just gonna ask you uh, for a uh just a couple of questions and get you to do the uh the type in what you see thing. And then you'll have an account at blog Talk, and then you can go into the the chat room and ask questions, et cetera. make comments. You can also uh favorite the rifleman radio show and uh, follow us and that helps us with our ratings and with promotions so make sure that uh you take a you take a moment to do that, and that is to register uh for an account at blog talk <clears throat> all right uh Looks like the I'm looking at the chat room now. Looks like the the chat is I don't know if it's trying to bump folks, but uh it's uh giving the reconnecting thing on there. <clears throat> Alright, uh I would like uh for the folks and we do this every week, I'd like for the folks who have somebody in their uh somebody in their crew that they would like to thank, I would like for them to, uh, to call into the show and give those folks the thanks. We'll be glad to take your calls, 347 308 8790. We'll take your calls so that you can tell the folks on your crews, your local crews, thanks and that you appreciate uh, uh, the stuff that they're doing for the program. If you have anybody, if you have a new uh red hat, any new any person that's passing their p c somebody that's shot through rifle standards, et cetera, anybody like that, then give us a call three four seven three zero eight eight seven nine zero, and uh we will be glad to take your call so that you can thank them on the air. There's a lot of folks uh in the program that are doing a lot of great work and uh and everybody knows that that all the rest of the folks in the program, they all know that everybody's doing this out of the goodness of their heart, that nobody's getting paid to do this. And everybody's expected to do their part. Uh, But that doesn't mean that telling somebody thank you uh, isn't welcomed by that person. So if you'd like to call in and tell uh, anybody on your local cruise thank you, then this is the time at the beginning of the show that we give you to do this because uh, I want you guys to call in. I want you to get in the habit of calling in and thanking folks uh, on the air. And uh, I want to thank uh, today, I want to thank uh, Mark in uh, New York. He's the state coordinator there. I want to thank him for the tremendous work that he's been doing there in New York. He's an absolutely fantastic person. Now, the whole New York crew is great. Uh, let me say that, too, right off the bat, because I always hate thanking just one person in, in an outfit because uh, because generally the whole crew uh, in every state is a group of hardworking folks. But I can't thank everybody all the time, but I will thank Mark in New York uh, for the great work that he's done. And I was just up there this summer and worked with him at a shoot, and uh I'm sitting in the paperwork right now for him to get his uh full instructor status to get his red hat. He's done all the work. He's good to go and uh and I want to congratulate him on that and tell him how much I appreciate his hard work and uh and the rest of the crew in New York is also as I said a bunch of great guys. Uh Josie Wells, Sergeant Rock, uh, B9 everybody there. It's a fantastic crew and they're doing a great job. And uh, my thanks to them. But uh, all of the New York crew, if you guys will uh, give your, send your thanks to, uh, or your congratulations to Mark, the state coordinator, coordinator there in New York, then I'm sure he'll appreciate that. For the rest of you guys, give me a call at 347 308 8790. So that you can give uh, you can give your local guys uh, a thank you there, and uh, while we're waiting for this, and, and don't just think about calling in guys. Each one, everyone is sitting there right there next to a phone. Uh, I bet there's not one one in two hundred of you guys that. Uh, or listening to me on, in, on some remote fashion and uh, on a riverboat uh, raft or anything else, you're sitting right there with a phone. So grab your phone, call in, and say thanks to one of your crew. Let them know how hard they're working and how much you appreciate them, because they may not know. Uh, I always, uh, I've always, i developed a terrible habit of just thinking that if I've thought about it, if I've thought about what a great uh, uh, shoe boss Instructor X is, then he knows. He has uh, he has ESPs, and he knows exactly well, what I'm thinking, what a great guy he is. And, uh, and that's not good because he doesn't know, she doesn't know, unless I tell them. While we're doing that, I'd like you guys to, uh, I wanted to let you know that I got a hold of uh, Dr. Fisher, David Hackett Fisher, the author of Paul Revere's Ride, that's our textbook for the program, I've been trying to contact him for quite a while, but I thought that uh maybe he was dodging me for some reason. I thought maybe that uh that he was afraid to to answer the call or come back on because it it might be Fred trying to get him to uh to admit that it was the British regulars who had fired the first shot at Lexington Green. <laughs> For those of you who had listened to that show, I'm sure you guys remember that uh, Fred was not going to let him off the hook until he admitted that it was the British regulars who had fired the first shot. It wasn't uh, that we didn't know. We knew who it was. It was those British regulars. Well, anyway, he wasn't dodging me. Uh, What happened was he'd gotten very sick. He'd managed to, uh, to get a tick bite. And the tick transferred uh, one of the uh, the New England tick diseases to him, which was much like uh, Lyme disease. And he teetered back and forth for several weeks, right on the right on the verge of leaving us. He's a lot better now and I spoke to him for for quite a while but uh, but he was still very ill. And so uh for those of you that that would like to uh remember him in your prayers, please do so. Uh I'm not going to give out his email again because uh, uh if you have it, then I, there's no problem with you sending him a a get well email. Because uh, he gave it to everybody when he was on the show last time. If you have it, no problem sending him a get well email. Just, uh, I, I just don't want to overload him uh, with a bunch of emails right now because he, he was very sick. He was still very sick, and uh, but he has agreed to come back on the show. Uh, I told him I would call him in about a week or so to schedule it, and imagine it'll probably end up being in uh, September because, like I said, he was very, very sick uh, during that time period. So hopefully he'll continue, his health will continue to improve, and then he'll come on the show in uh, September at some point to speak about Washington's Crossing, his book. Fantastic book. And for those of you who, uh, who are interested in that time period, which to me that is where, uh, and I'm not talking about philosophically, I'm talking about... Uh, uh, actually, that the American Revolutionary War was won it was right at that point because it, it could certainly have been lost very easily there, and instead uh, we won. We inexplicably we won, and he goes over the details of the uh, battles of Trenton and Princeton in great detail, just as he did the uh, the events at. Lexington and Concord and Battle Road in Paul Revere's Rod. he treats the events uh of the battles of Princeton and Trenton in the same detail so it's, a, it's it's a wonderful book and i highly recommend it and and i also spoke to him about coming back on uh maybe in October or November again to speak about his other uh, one of the other books he's written that I find very, very interesting, which is price, his book "Price Revolutions," and I think that's a very relevant book. So I'm going to try and get him to come back on uh, again sometime after September to speak about that one. But please uh, remember him and uh, remember him in your prayers. And if you have his email, go ahead and send him a get well email. Larry Pratt the the uh, uh the director there at Gun Owners of America is uh, coming on the show at the end of the month also. Now, somehow I I had a miscommunication with his one of one of his staff members and the show was listed to be on the 31st on August 31st. Which is a Tuesday And uh, And I When I was looking at my book uh, I didn't realize that it was That I don't do the show on Tuesdays anymore That I don't do it on, that I don't on Thursdays And I said okay uh, But I'll contact him and see if he can move it to Thursday If not we may just uh, Run the show over to Tuesday uh, On the 31st Because uh, uh Mr. Pratt is going to come on the show to talk about the duty, the responsibility of individual gun owners in securing uh, and safeguarding their rights and freedoms. Uh, The same thing that I tell you uh, every week, that it's not up to somebody else. Everybody always assumes that somebody else is going to do it. Somebody else is going to lock the door. Somebody else is going to pick up that bottle in the road somebody else is going to make sure that my rights and my freedoms are safeguarded and that's a very very dangerous uh idea to have in your head because because as we've seen that's not uh, always the case and it's be very easy for things to go wrong that way the duty of each and every one of us to make sure that we um are participating, that we have shouldered individually the responsibility for safeguarding our rights and freedoms. <clears throat> All right. Uh, I can't see. I mean, I can see into the chat, but and I don't think it has anything to do with you guys. I think that uh, I just got a note on my screen saying that, uh, that there was a problem with the satellite, I believe with my individual satellite, not with the uh, server for the uh server for blog talk if that's the case if there's some problem or something if the call screen would let me know but I I don't I don't see it listed as a problem Uh, so but I can't see into the chat right now I mean I can see it but it's just a uh, frozen screen so I imagine it'll uh, hopefully this will take care of itself while we're uh, and if you guys are trying to call in and I'm not answering you and that's going to be what the problem is too. Is that the is that the satellite on my side is down. So whenever I do the show, the way I do the show is I do it with a computer that I use to manipulate uh, the switchboard and the chat and the show page, et cetera. And then at the same time, I'm speaking on a telephone. Just because of the fact that I uh, I could do it on the computer by uh, one of the uh, uh... voice over internet protocols but but because i have to do everything by satellite instead of uh, instead of an actual hard landline uh, that's what i'm always worried about is that there could be some type of a satellite glitch uh... that would uh, remove my voice so so i'm as far as i know i'm talking here blind i'm assuming you guys can still hear me but uh uh if you are if you're calling in just tell somebody thanks then don't think that I'm not answering because uh because of the uh because I'm not putting you on it's just because uh if you're calling in that the the uh the studio is probably frozen along at the same time as the as the chat <clears throat> all right I'd like to remind you guys that the Corona 210 is coming up, and uh, and Bob 210 and the rest of the Californians out there are they're probably going to need a hand. So try and put uh, uh, put that on your to do list, which is either to attend or to help out there if they need it, or to make sure that you're uh, helping to promote the event. They put a lot of work into into setting this up. And I'm going to try my hardest to, to go also uh, because that's one of the places that I haven't been yet is out to California to to meet with the crews out there. Uh, I've had a couple of chances come up to do it, but I just have not been able to, uh, to go to California <clears throat> to do an event out there yet. Uh, I think there were three different times I was planning on doing it, and each of the times I had to uh, – uh, to call that off to do an event uh locally uh, under the Texas banner. Uh but I'm still uh I'm still very actively uh seeking to travel out to California to meet the crews out there. And then of course everywhere else. The, uh, uh, I wish I wish that I had come upon uh Apple seed, uh twenty five years ago when I was still a young man and single, so that I could uh, so that I could just stay on the road and uh, travel from event to event every weekend for uh, a year or two, and uh, and meet uh, all of the Appleseed crews across the nation, meet all of the folks who attend across the nation. I can't think of a of a better way to spend a year than to be constantly in motion. And traveling from event to event, I mean, I think that would be uh, absolutely a fantastic way to to spend a year of life. But <clears throat> uh, but now at this time in my life, I'm just I'm not able to. But uh, I think that if you're a uh, if you're a young man, and uh, and you are in that. Uh, that position where uh, where you could travel, uh, you know, un, uh, unencumbered, then I think that would be a fantastic way uh, to spend a year of your life traveling from event to event and, uh, and learning from each of the fantastic uh, instructors and shoot bosses that we have across the nation, which is one of the things that I would really look forward to because... <clears throat> Every time I every time I go to an event, every time I listen to an instructor speak, and I, I'm talking about either from, from the green hat down to an IIT one, every single time I listen to one of them speak, I learn something. I learn something. And every time I see a better way to give a part of the instruction, I immediately steal it and replace uh whatever section it is uh, in my show with uh, the stolen section from the instructor. And listen, if you're an instructor (coughs) worth your salt, then that's what you're doing too. Every time you go to an event, you are always, and that's one of the things that as an instructor you're supposed to be doing, and that is... Wherever the students are, that's where you are. Wherever the instruction is going on, that's where you are. You never hang back. You never sit back behind the lines in groups uh, chit-chatting or or wool gathering. You're always right there where the instruction is for that specific reason so that you can be learning from each and every instructor that's there. And Like I said, I don't care if you're a master instructor or a shoot boss or senior instructor, uh, you can learn from the the most brand new uh, IT, and that's one of my favorite places to learn, because these guys are just coming to the program, and they're saying, and they're getting it, and they're thinking up new ways to explain uh, sling use, or uh, natural point of aim, or new ways to explain the uh, to illustrate the six steps to firing the shot, or inches, minutes, clicks, etc., and you can really learn a lot, and that's where you want to be, is right there listening to each and every instructor giving their part of the spiel, doing their part of the show, so that you can be ready to learn and you can be ready to uh, to steal a good uh, section of it in order to build your own show with that. And that's, uh, and that's certainly what I encourage everyone to do. <clears throat> uh, I-, I know this isn't... Uh, this isn't really appleseed, but uh, I wanted to tell you that I, uh, you know, I'm constantly reading, and uh, and one of the books, and, and one of the reasons that I love to go to the library is because uh, number one, that's where the books I want to read are, but mainly <clears throat> it's because it, it's not because the books that I want to read are there. That's why I go. But the best part about going to the library is finding the books that you didn't know were there. All right? That is that is the the icing on the cake for going to the library. And, uh, and you can go and you can find a book that you weren't planning on reading and adding it to your reading list and reading it. And... Uh, and uh, your your understanding of the world is increased one of the books that uh, I recently read was about the 1972 Olympics and uh, if you if your memory goes back there then you remember that uh that was the games that were held in Munich, and uh, at the time at the time that those games were held, there was uh, there were Palestinian terrorists which uh took hostages and they killed some of the Olympic athletes there and uh, and by the end of it by the end of this The hostage taking, there were, uh, I believe, 11 athletes that had been killed. And, you know, at first glance, when you think about it, and I remember when it went on. I can remember it vaguely. I was 12 years old at the time, and I remember the events as they were being played out uh, at the Munich Munich Olympics. But I didn't understand really what was going on, and... Uh, I've read about it since then but uh, the uh, the story has taken many years for it to to come out as uh, as clearly as it has and uh and it was a very sad uh disaster there and uh, let's see after I read the book there was a uh, there was a movie a documentary that came out uh, that I saw just recently called One Day in September and it was about the, uh, the 72 Olympics and uh, it's just very 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 sad and uh, the whole, the whole, uh, the way it was handled, the way the hostage situations were handled uh, were disastrous. The way the political situation was handled was disastrous. And for, the, for those of you that don't know, that aren't aware of it, the 72 Olympics were really the start of the special weapons and uh, the SWATs, and uh, that was uh, seventy-two. Was uh, I believe it was within a week of the seventy-two of the hostage situation in the seventy-two Olympics that uh, GSG nine was formed, and uh, and that's when the uh, when the whole SWAT uh, type uh, philosophy began. Uh, all right. I have no way of knowing if, uh... I have no way of knowing if I'm going out over there the...
1: You're coming through just fine, Scout.
0: Oh, okay, thank you. All right, well, they call screen. Just let me know that, uh, that I was going out over the air. Because I started getting, I started to be getting very suspicious that, uh, that uh, I lost the link somehow. That the uh, the servers may have shut down. But he says that uh, he says we're still good. But listen, if you uh, and listen, call trainer. If uh, if you can see the the switchboard, if there are some calls, uh, if there are folks that are calling that want to speak, then go ahead and break in and let me know. We'll, we'll bring them in the air. I just can't see it to to bring them on. And then, if uh, there's somebody that has a question in the chat or something, be sure and let me know that too. Just uh, give me a whisper in my ear, and I'll and uh, we can either answer the question or bring them on, etc. Whatever we need to do,
1: we'll put them right through, Scout.
0: <clears throat> All right, and uh, remember, guys, that this is the. Uh, uh, I don't want to have to uh, to tell you guys. I don't want to have to to hammer you to Call in and tell your your hard working local crew guys thanks so be sure and uh and do that yourselves at the beginning of the uh at the beginning of the show we also want to make sure that we thank the uh the folks and i'll let uh, i'm sure that the call screener will put them uh into the chat room but thank the folks that uh that are associated with the show, and not thank them, but uh, to help them with their businesses. If you're starting a commercial venture uh, and you are a uh, uh, RWVA member, then we want to make sure that we're helping you as much as we can. Now, we're not getting money for this, so I don't want to, I don't want the uh, blog talk folks to, uh, to get excited about this. We're just mentioning them on the air so that uh, as a fellow RWVA member. Uh, if you need some type of a product or service that uh, one of our members is putting out, then you can help them by uh, obtaining that uh, that product from them or using their services. And uh, we've got several folks that uh, are friends to the show. One is uh, the band Poker's Face. They've loaned us the music that we usually use for the show. Uh, they're a great band, and... Uh, uh they are one of the few bands i know that uh uh that have a conservative slash libertarian uh type view to their music and uh and they have helped out uh the RWVA uh many times and they're always willing to help we've got uh blue feather soap that uh, is one of the New Mexico instructors. Uh, Blue Feather, and uh, they make some handmade soap there that's uh, just out of this world. And every time you buy soap for them from them, you put uh, gas in their car that allows them to drive to the next uh, New Mexico, North Texas, Southern Colorado, etc. Appleseed event, and uh, and instruct there. So uh, Blue Feather. Soap, if you can Google that, or if you're looking at the chat, then you'll be able to see it in the chat room. You'll be able to see the the listing there. <clears throat> uh, I believe there's a another New Mexico uh, uh, instructor there that is selling uh, long-term storage food. So, if you uh, if you need some uh, storable food. Then you can get it from him. Look in the chat room, and uh, for the for the address for that. And uh, next time we're next time we're on the air, I'll mention the address uh, out across the air. <laughs> All right. Make sure that you guys are planning for your April events right now. Make sure that you're you're setting your uh, April 2012 events in stone now, and. Uh, allocating the resources for each of them, making sure that you have the crew members to run them, that you've already contacted the ranges and the ranges are good to go. Even if the ranges can't put it on the books, you can usually get a verbal commitment from them, which is uh when we open up the, the books on date uh, XYZ, uh you'll be at the first on the line for that weekend. Uh, if it's a DAR or some type of a private range, you can usually get a go-ahead uh fairly easy for that. Get your 2012 events locked down now for the uh, April 19th weekend. That's our signature weekend. And we'd like to get them locked down as soon as possible. So please, uh, each of these states, make sure that you are working on locking down your April 19th, 2012 uh, weekends. <clears throat> uh There are uh, there are millions, you know, I say this because I, I truly believe it. There are millions of folks across the United States that are, uh, they are, uh, they're ready to go to an Appleseed event. And the only reason that they're not at one right now is because they don't know about it. If they knew about it, uh, they would be looking at the the schedule to sign up right now. So, how are we going to let them know about it? How are they going to how are they going to find out that we're here so that they can come and, and attend an event? That's one of the largest problems that we face uh, as an organization, and that's getting the word out. And this is another uh, case where e- everyone thinks that the other person is doing it, and they're thinking, well, certainly I don't need to do this uh, because I'm sure that so-and-so is doing it. Or, well, I'm going to be shoe the event, so I'm, I've done my part. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm getting the uh, all the admin stuff together. I'm getting the the porter cans and the and all the targets, and I'm making sure that the range is done, et cetera. So I'm doing that part. So somebody else, I'm sure, is going to do the rest of it. Well, unless you allocate it to somebody, unless you delegate it, then there's a good chance that it's not getting done. <clears throat> and, uh, and if it's not getting done, then people are not uh, able to find out that we're here which is, uh, and that we are the folks that they want to uh, to become involved with. So promotions is one of the number one places that we have to really work on. And I'm hoping that, that everybody listening tonight will make a commitment <clears throat> to spend, and every time I tell you guys this, I'm telling you that it's not uh, – it's not something that you're going to have to devote, uh, unless you want to, that you're going to have to devote a huge amount of time to. If you can just devote five minutes a week to it, 20 minutes a month, that would give us a tremendous jump uh, in attendance. Just five minutes a week. I guarantee you that if all of the folks on the uh, that were on the forum, and I know that this is all theoretical uh, and theoretical hypothetical, but i'm just telling you that if all of the folks uh, on the forum were to give uh, 5 minutes a week
1: then we would
0: end up with uh uh with almost a thousand hours uh a month at the end of this time and uh, that's a tremendous uh, amount of promotions time uh, but if, even if all of the people on the forum don't do it, it's still going to have to get done. So who's going to do it? Well, uh, it's going to have to be us. It's going to have to be the folks listening. It's going to have to be the shoot bosses, the instructors, the members. So we're going to have to do it, and and it's not a daunting job. It's, it's actually it's actually one that's that's very easily done. But you have to sit down and do it. You can't just think about doing it uh like I was telling you earlier right? like I think about telling somebody they they did a good job. you have to actually sit down and do it. You have to actually sit down and write uh a quick email or you have to uh, actually put up a flyer or you have to actually uh, call in to a radio show and and mention it on the radio show and <clears throat> And it doesn't take that long. <clears throat> One of the things that you can do is, uh, and I I always push. Well, let me let me back this up. One of the first things that you can do uh, is use the uh, the most prevalent, uh, the most successful way we have of promoting the program, which is the low-tech, high-yield method of -of word-of-mouth. And that's the way that the world runs. All businesses run on this, uh, all organizations run on this, and that's word-of-mouth. At the bottom line, that's where the majority of the business is coming from, and that is where a trusted friend or relative uh, uh, tell you about something, and you decide to utilize that service or attend that event because of them, because you trust them. And uh, they wouldn't see you wrong. And that's who you are. You are that trusted friend or relative. And what you are going to have to do is talk to your friends, your coworkers, to your family members, and get them to attend an event. And why? Because because we need money? No, that's not the case. It's because if we're an organization... Uh, that is put together in order to be a a huge Paul Revere wake up machine.
1: If we're not waking up
0: folks, then we're not doing our job. If we're not waking folks up, then what are we doing? Then what good are we doing? Uh if you're not if your numbers aren't growing at a substantial rate, then <clears throat> you're not really fulfilling the mission of the program. You know, it's great to have a crew, and and this is easy, the easy thing to fall into. great to have a crew uh, that goes to a certain range on the Appleseed weekends, and, and it's all the regulars there, right? It's the same instructors, the same attendees, and stuff like that, and they're all... It becomes more of a social club, but that is not fulfilling the mission, all right, because all of those people there have already heard the word. What you're trying to do is reach new people, bring new people into the program, spread the word, spread the message so that we're continuing to wake up individuals uh, across the nation, that we're continuing to grow because information, uh, us having the information is great. Us knowing uh, the problems that our nation faces is great but unless we tell somebody else and get them on board to help fix it then then that's not so great, all right? Because that, then it's it's still just us. Now, you can do this uh as I said, you can do this by word of mouth by talking to uh well, start off with you inside your home. Get your wife, your son, your daughter, your mother, your father. Uh, Go next door. Get your brother, your sister, your uh, nephews and nieces. Get them to come, especially the youth, because there's a particular problem with the youth in America. Uh, You know, when I was a kid, uh, I shot. I shot a rifle, and most of the folks I knew Shot rifles, uh, and girls included. And uh, one, one lived rurally, but uh, still everyone there, uh, it was uh, very common for everyone there to be familiar with uh, firearms and rifle marksmanship. Now, today I still live rurally, but here's the difference. The kids that are out here who live rurally, a uh, great many of them have never have never had a rifle in their hands and the problem with that is that when those children uh reach uh maturity when they reach voting age never having held a rifle in their hands never having uh fired a rifle then they're not going to have, and, and they come, and it comes up to a vote uh, on uh, on firearms laws. They are not going to have a dog in that hunt. They're not going to care one way or the other because it means nothing to them. <clears throat> so, the children, American children, are particularly important for us to reach, and we do a great job of that uh, every single weekend. Uh, across the United States, we've got a ton of folks that uh, are bringing their kids to events, and and we are uh, reaching them on the rifle range. and And I've told you guys before that uh, every single weekend we are we're changing lives, and the folks who are attending events, uh, their lives are changing. And how do I know? Because I've talked to these kids who have come back, uh, who have come to events, and then either uh, contacted me by email or uh, or phone or letter, uh, and let me know that uh, that the Appleseed weekend was a life changing event for them. In uh, And that is a very, very important thing that we're doing because, uh, uh because it is important. And the, the children who have attended, what has happened is that normally when, uh, when a father or tries to teach his son or daughter how to shoot, then uh, then you usually get the the kind of defensive uh, attitudes. Uh, the father will try and teach the kid and say, uh, "You've got to do it like this." And then the kid says, "Oh, I am doing it like that." And then the father has to say, "No, you're not." And the kid has to say, "Yes, I am." I mean, they're just required to. Uh, they're required to say that. And uh, and so it, it it can be a problem with them when they come to an apple seed event. We usually split the the parents and the kids up. Mm. And the children, then, are being treated as young adults by the instructors. And a lot of times it's the first time that they've ever been treated in that fashion. And uh, and it makes a huge impression on them. It's the first time that they've ever been, uh, as an individual, they've ever tried to learn something as an individual and been treated uh, as a responsible young adult and uh, and you can see it in their eyes. You can hear it in their voices. And and it is quite often uh, a life-changing experience for them. So getting the children to come to an event is very, very important. And doing it by word of mouth is going to be one of the easiest ways that you do this, using your status as a trusted uh, family member or friend and inviting someone to attend an event. Past that, we have, uh, uh, and I always uh, push this, but we have radio, and radio is free, and uh, and every, uh, just about every person uh, in the United States has a local AM radio station, and the way you can find it is you can uh, you can Google it, you can go to. Uh, uh you can google radio station locator and that will give you a uh, the ability to uh, you can google the radio station locator and that will give you uh a search engine that will locate uh the local radio stations to them which you know what their format is uh their programming uh their contact information etc and then you can listen to that local station and when it uh when they are when they're talking about something that's relevant to apple seed, then you can call in. You can get on the air very easily uh, with stations that have up to a million listeners. You can get on the air pretty easily, uh, unless it's some really some hot button topic. And if it is, then I encourage you to stay away from it uh, because uh, because it's never really a good place to. Uh, to insert yourself on the program is in, in some kind of a hot topic, but uh, quite often the AM stations will be talking about uh, the Constitution or about uh, the Founding Fathers, and that's your in. All right, you call in, you do a, you don't tell the uh, the call screener that you're calling to talk about apple seed. You you because that's not what the radio guy is talking about. If you call in and say, "Look, I want to talk about apple seed," they're just gonna they're just going to hang up the phone. They're not going to say anything else. They're just going to hang up. Uh, but if you say, I would like to talk about whatever the subject matter is, they're talking about the founders, and you say, uh, yeah, look, I wanted to comment on uh, on one of the founders, on uh, Thomas Jefferson or John Hancock or Samuel Adams. And then when you get on the air, you have to make that comment that you were talking about. You can't launch into an Apple TV commercial because, once again, they've got a seven-second delay. They'll chop you off, and they'll – Fly somebody else in. So make the comment uh, about the founders or about the Constitution that uh, you said you're going to make and then segue in uh, into Appleseed. I can't tell you exactly how to do it every time because each situation is going to be different. But use that uh, comment to segue into or invite the, uh, the radio show hosts, invite them to attend an event. Uh, you can invite them to attend for free that you'll comp them in and, and they can bring their families and everything else that's certainly a a worthwhile promotions dollar to spend. So so use uh, Google to find the uh, radio station locator. Use a radio station locator to find your local stations. Find out what the program, program, programming, or the format is for the local stations. Listen to them. Get on the air and mention the Appleseed project. Invite the radio show hosts to attend uh or just let them know what we do and That's a very uh easy way to get to uh up to a million folks. You can get up to a million folks very easily that way. I mean you can get on the air on a station that has uh over a million listeners very easily but uh and that's a good way to get on is by uh uh get get on the air is through the a m radio by doing a call in now at the same time once you've used the uh the radio station locator, it will also give you their email addresses and there's no reason that even if you don't want to call in and talk to them, there is no reason that you guys uh can't email the radio station. And say, "Listen," and and give them the rundown of of who who we are and what we do. And if you need some copy for that, just contact uh, any of the promotions folks, and they'll put you in contact with somebody that will write you an intro letter. You shoot that to the radio station, and just ask them for a chance to come on the air. And I would hazard to say that in at least two out of ten cases, they're going to say yes. Uh, The reason I know is because they usually do. uh, The Percentage is a lot higher when I ask them, but I, I'm usually – I've gotten really good at determining which stations uh, are, are going to be uh, more likely to, to listen to the apple seed message. All right, but the guys uh, – all of the guys that have been on the uh, radio stations lately, that's what they've done. They've just sent a message to the radio station and say, hey, can we come on the air and talk about the program? And the guys say, oh, certainly and uh, the one of the other ways now you can do this is by contacting the local TV stations and letting them know what you're doing and asking them to come out and uh, take a look at it. And I certainly know this will, will work because uh, I've gotten, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, four different television stations locally to come and take a look at uh The Texas program and do stories on it. I've gotten uh, two of the local newspapers to come and do stories on the Appleseed project. We had uh, we had one at the, I guess, the middle of last year that uh, did a front page. We're a front page above the crease story, and uh, and all it took was me just sending an email and uh, introducing uh, myself to the. Uh, the reporter and letting him know what we do. He came out, took pictures, wrote the story. Great story. Wrote the story, put it on the front page of the local newspaper, the uh, fifty thousand. Uh, I believe it's above fifty thousand actually. Uh, reader newspaper, and uh, we got a front page cover on it. <coughs> these uh, these things are fairly easy to do, and here is the here's. The bottom line: the most they can do is say no. They're not going to send somebody to your house or to break your legs, and they're not going to poke you now with a sharp pencil if they don't want to do the story. They'll just say no thanks, and uh, no harm, no foul. Move on to the next one and try again. All of these things, uh, all of the the emails that I've sent or the phone calls, etc., none of them, uh, very seldom, do they take over five minutes. Uh, unless I ran into somebody that was that was really uh, uh, excited about the news that I was giving them, and uh, in those cases, yeah, it took a little bit longer because because then I had a an audience person that was that was asking me a lot of questions about the apple seed project and was wanting to know more. And I was more than happy uh, I was more than happy to talk to them about it. And they were more than happy to eventually either come and do a uh, newspaper report or to come and do a television show or to give us a radio interview. So these are all things that are very easy for you to do. If you have a local newspaper, And uh, now this only works in the smaller papers. It may work in the larger ones depending on what type of a writer you are, but the majority – of the smaller circulation newspapers we're talking maybe uh uh below say 10,000 they are they are usually very hungry and will accept uh pieces that you've written for the paper uh you can do that you can submit articles and uh and the folks are usually very happy to have those and uh, that's another great way for you to get into the uh to get into one of the local papers and uh, and if you don't know if they will or not shoot them an email ask them if they'll take a uh, uh if they'll take an article written by you and if you don't want to write the article no problem we've got tons of guys uh, that uh, actually even do that professionally They'll be glad to write something for you to submit to the local pepper, papers. Just talk to the promotions folks. Uh, tell them what you have in mind. You have uh, a local paper and that you'd like to submit like a, uh, I don't know, a, a two or 3,000 word uh, or a 5,000 word uh, story to the paper and they'll write it for you. All you'll have to do is send it into the paper. And you won't even have to do that. If you'll just uh if you'll just hand your your leads uh on to the promotions people, I'm sure they'll be glad to do that uh, themselves because once the the copy is written, all they're gonna have to do is cut and paste and send. <coughs> so it's very easy to do this. So uh, please take the few minutes uh, to sit down and, uh, like I said, uh, just take five minutes. All right. That way, when you're looking at promotions, you don't have to say, "Oh my gosh, the thing is, it's too big. It's too big for me to to, to bite a piece off of and swallow it." Because all you're going to do is say, "All right, I'm going to set the clock running now. In five minutes, I'm going to stop what I'm doing and I'm going to I'm going to do whatever else it is I need to do. But in that five minutes, uh, you're going to Send an email. You're going to make a phone call, uh, whatever it is, in that five minutes. Then you're going to shut it down. Then you're going to be through for the week. You won't have to do it again for uh, another week. Now I'm only talking to the people that aren't doing anything. You guys that are already spending uh, uh, thirty minutes or an hour or ten hours a week doing this, you know, I'm not telling you it's okay to slow down. I'm talking to the folks that aren't doing anything, uh, trying to get them eased into it. Hey
1: Scout, I got Mr. Local Promoter online too here. Jimmy from uh Lakeside, New Mexico would like to talk with you. All right, then uh, then let's put him on. All right, he's on. All right, Jimmy, welcome hey, to the show. Hey Scout, what are you up to tonight?
0: Uh well you you're you're here, you'll see me, that's what I'm doing.
1: <laughs> what are you up to? <laughs> Yeah, this is Jimmy from out here in Lakewood. Um, for for folks who get lost, where that is, we're north of Carlsbad and south of Artesia, New Mexico. So, we're out here in the heart of nowhere.
0: Right, and the call screen has said that you were uh, that you were working on local promotions there in New Mexico. So, what do you what have you been up to, or what have you found that's working for you guys?
1: Uh well, you know, I've got kind of an inside with our uh, local radio station here, KSVP. And uh, our newspaper occasionally helps us out. Uh, Our Chamber of Commerce, with a little bit of arm twisting, helps us out. But, uh, you know, the one one thing I wanted to talk about is we just had our uh, Mayhill shoot uh, this last weekend up here in New Mexico. And uh, we've we've kind of, uh, should I say, annexed part of the panhandle over around Lubbock, over here in uh, southeast, southeast New Mexico. Mm-hmm. and uh tim uh three three six on the uh on the forums uh has been coming over and helping us out at Carlsbad and roswell and uh and he came over and helped us out at the mayhill shoot he's an i i t one and uh he asked if he could uh you know help with the history this time around and I asked him what he was familiar with and he said uh well, i could you know try the first strike I tell you what Anybody out there, do not underestimate your uh, new IITs at all, because Tim did a phenomenal job on doing the first strike. And then on Sunday, he did the wedding that never was, and again, just did a marvelous job. So, uh, you know, I just want to let the other instructors and and shoot bosses and stuff out there know that, uh, you know, you get a get a new iit that wants to try it don't you know you know, might coach them a little bit and find out what they know but he did an absolutely awesome job and plus uh put him in for promotion to iit two.
0: well excellent well congratulations to him and uh so he was an iit one and he was able to do the story of that how come he was able to do it so well
1: He, well, I tell you what, ever since uh, he, you know, uh, I'm trying to remember which shoot it was that he made his uh, rifleman score, but uh, he was at our first shoot that we did over in Level Land, Texas, uh, back a few months ago. And he was shooting in the low 200s with a uh, 40 to 45 mile an hour full value wind. (laughs) So when the wind calmed down, it was a piece of cake for him. But he is just he's he's hundred percent dedicated. Uh he's he's been seventh stepping ever since the first apple seed. Uh he keeps in uh real regular contact with myself and O L up in uh Roswell. And in fact we're getting ready to have a, a new shoot over there in New Deal. Uh they worked on getting us a range uh I think it's a police range over there in New Deal, just north of Lubbock, that uh October the first. We've got a, a new apple seed going on over there and the lines are already half full.
0: Okay, that's fantastic. Well um one of the things that I always find. Folks, a fantastic is, that, asset. is that you can't uh you can never uh discount how much one person can add uh to your crew, to the program—that's one of the reasons that uh, that even if you uh, even if you only have a uh, a short line show up for an event, you can never discount that because you never know uh, where the next hard charger is going to come from, and uh, and it's just uh, well, it's folks you, like you talk that. We talked about that a short to line. Running. We had
1: the we had the shortest line of any apple seed, I think, this last weekend uh trying to figure out uh was talking to Milt and Margie and and uh Jerry and all of us were trying to figure out why the numbers were so low and then it dawned on us that it was the first week of school. The uh fair had started the uh, county fair had started over in Alamogordo and uh you know, so it looked like everything was working against us for this weekend. But the uh the one student that we had up there, um uh, was a friend of mine that came over from Jowl, New Mexico, and uh, just paid absolute perfect attention. And on Sunday morning when we were doing Refresher, Margie came up with the idea to for the instructors to take the position and let Les, who was our shooter, go through and and, and refresh the steady hole factors. And it, it was totally awesome. He didn't miss a thing everything from sling usage to hand position to dragging wood uh pulling the trigger straight back respiratory pause uh steady hole factors uh npoa factors uh I, I just wish we could have cloned him for you know other shoots
0: yeah yeah definitely uh because as i said you can never you can never discount how much just one uh, new hard charger can bring into your program, and the effect and that's the effect of just one imagine if you had four or five guys like the the fellow you're talking about. Imagine how quickly your mm-hmm. program would uh would spark up and run and that's what we 're trying to do not uh we we just want uh we just want some of you guys to flip your switch to the on position and uh and take a few minutes. To contribute to promotions, because oh, yeah. uh, we've got a, a tremendous amount of line out there uh, available for us to use, and uh, and if all we did was add fifty percent onto our line, then uh, we would be way ahead of the program. And that's not a hard thing to do; it's not hard at all because there are hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of folks out there right now that uh, are ready. To come to an apple seed event, they just don't know that it exists. So it's our job to make sure that they find out that it exists, so that we can get them into the program, let them hear the message, so that they can then uh, become message bearers for the program, and they can continue to uh, to spread the message at the same time. And it's the message
1: that people want to
0: spread. They just don't know that uh, they don't know that they are needed as message bearers.
1: Exactly, and uh you know another great blessing and everything that we had on this one is uh lessa's wife Abby, is from that uh part of the neighborhood up there, and she called me uh Monday night because she just loved she just totally was wrapped up in the history, and in fact it was it was hilarious because she got upset because we had to go back to the line and and stop talking history. <laughs> and uh she called me monday night and is going to be sending me some stuff that it I just can't wait for it to get here. Uh she's got relatives that were there on April the 19th, 1775 and they she's got copies of letters from them and uh the the rosters of the different units and everything that she's going to be sending me. So uh we we've, we've got a whole new not only asset for the line and everything but we also have a whole new asset for the history. So, it is it just turned out to be an absolutely phenomenal weekend.
0: Well, that is fantastic. And uh, and we want to thank all of those folks that uh, are out in New Mexico helping. I want to thank the folks that are in uh, uh that are working hard in Kentucky, uh the folks that are in Minnesota and Idaho and Washington State and, uh, uh, Indiana, Illinois, Florida, Mississippi, Alabama, Louisiana, uh, Texas, Arkansas, Missouri, Nevada, all of the folks, uh, Arizona, uh, Colorado, uh, all of the folks that are out there tonight carrying the message and, uh, and without them without the volunteers in this program uh, there would be no program and and I know it's uh, I know we're always asking folks to do stuff uh, but but saving a nation uh, is not an easy thing to do Uh, no it is not changing a tire or uh, or even painting the house uh you know it is uh it is a huge event and and i I always try to tell folks the, uh, that certainly it would be an easier thing to get folks to rally behind if you could if there were uh, if there were aliens in the streets and you could see them and uh, and i I'm talking about you know space aliens not uh not aliens. Yeah, you're, you're talking about our
1: h- town up the street there Roswell. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, I'm talking about if you if you had some type of uh, of an invader that you could see that was physically there, uh, or if you had if we had a uh, situation like in World War II, where you knew exactly who the enemy was, you knew exactly what the solution to the problem was: crush the enemy, get them to surrender, and then all will be good. If we had something like that, then it would be a very easy fix. You could rally the nation behind it uh they would spin up to uh, a high percentile of uh a participation and it would get done that's what we always have been. the problem is is that we don't have uh a concrete a hard uh and easily uh detectable enemy right now our enemy is is apathy and laziness uh and i always use the analogy of uh, of a bridge that is under attack by rust now if you if you were carrying your family or you were watching a a school bus of little kids go across uh, a bridge and you saw uh... a group of terrorists stop it stop the the bus on the bridge and start trying to take hold of it and i imagine if you were a uh, an apple seed rifleman and you had your rifle there then you would you would take some type of an action. You would try and do whatever you could to help uh to help save that busload of kids. And you have a bridge that uh that is being attacked by rust right now. And as sure as shooting that the bridge to collapse and fail,
1: yes it was. the problem
0: is is that uh is that you don't see it it's not uh it's not something that is uh, that you can that everybody can point to and yell about that you can't say all right, let's go get behind me the bridge is in, the bridge is rusting everyone behind me, follow me. Because they're going to say, well, "Okay, yeah, the bridge is rusting, but I, you know we can get to it next week or the week after. It's just rust, and <laughs> yeah, it's just rust until until the bridge falls. And like I said, the bridge is going to certainly fall, and uh, and the falling bridge is going to be no different. They're going to do the same damage to that school bus of kids." as the uh, as the terrorist uh, blowing it up with uh, some type of, of a explosive device but it's just not as uh, uh it's not as easily easily a discernible threat so it's hard to get folks uh motivated and get them up and I understand
1: scout and uh uh, speak, speaking about motivation, unfortunately, I need to step out here for just a minute. I just noticed that the goats have figured out how to open the gate again. <laughs> All right. Well, thank so, you, Bob. But Thanks I just for calling in, on, Jimmy. You know, our, our crew out here is, is, you know, we just had a phenomenal weekend full of surprises. And uh, like I said, we work hand-in-hand back and forth between West Texas and the Panhandle and, and New Mexico. So... All, all folks got to do is let the New Mexico crews know that they need some help, and I'm sure some of us can get there.
0: Well, we want to thank you guys again because uh, you guys do uh, a great job there. Uh, we don't have as uh, we don't have a, a big crew up in the uh, uh, North Texas area, and uh, New Mexico has always been a great friend of Texas by uh, taking care of events and stuff there. So, thank you very much. All right, we'll go take care of those Let's goats. That's going to move moving back
1: home, and we're going to hopefully have a uh, DAR down near uh, Monaghan's. So. Okay,
0: that sounds great. We'll go take care of those goats, and uh,
1: thanks again, Jeff. Thank you, sir. We'll talk to you later.
0: All right, bye bye. All right, uh, and what he was saying was true. The uh, one person, you get one person that you can flip the switch on, get them uh, uh, running at high speed, and uh, they can change the whole program. But they can't do it. You can't flip It's like afterburners. You can't have that one person uh, be the only person that's doing it and continue to do it and continue to do it and continue to do it. You've got to have the, uh, the person that's doing it, they've got to do it for a while, and then you've got to have somebody else coming into the program and flipping on their switch, flipping on their afterburners. Uh, that's the only way it's going to work. So, uh, so be looking around. Try and uh, uh, try and finding the the folks within your crew that uh, have the skills. They have the promotional skills and can uh, do the. They can take, take care of the promotions for you, because that's a very very important job uh yeah you can have the the shoot bosses there you can have the ranges lined up <clears throat> but if you don't have the if you don't have the folks then then what are you what are you doing so make sure that you are that you're constantly on top of your promotions game that you're constantly uh pushing the program into new areas and don't ever think that uh that there is uh, an area that it won't work in. <clears throat> and remember, too, what I said about making alliances. Uh, I, I doubt that there, is, uh, that there is a DAR or SAR, Sons of the American Revolution, Daughters of the American Revolution program, that you contact, that would not be willing to let you come and speak there. And that's one of the things that uh, that we've been really pushing is the library uh, Apple Seeds? Well, I'm more than than certain that if you contact the local DAR or SAR groups, that they will allow you to do that, and they'll actually assist you in getting a big crew to attend. Uh, that's that's just one of the things that they do, and the missions for both of these are very similar for Apple Seed and for the uh sons of the american revolution and daughters of the american revolution. So make sure that you are uh that you're trying to build alliances with the different organizations uh that have similar missions. We have the here in Texas a- and of course the uh Diva Wow organization is a national organization uh but they started out here in Texas. We have the Diva Wow which is the women outdoors worldwide uh, organization, and they are a fantastic group of women. They're the uh, they're just they're the salt of the earth. Uh, they're some of the best ladies that uh, that you could have the honor and the opportunity of being around, and and they are hard workers. When we put up a uh, an event for these ladies, they fill it up. They fill it up. We don't do it. They do it. They fill it up for us. All we have to do is schedule it. And when we do that, and usually that's uh uh Lauren LeCren and uh and uh, her significant other, uh Andrew LeCren, they uh they put up the events uh with the Diva uh WoW organization. And that's all they gotta do. They get the event set up and the Diva WOW organization will sell it out. If you have the opportunity to do that why wouldn't you and you can all you have to do is contact Judy Rhodes at Diva Wow and you just google Diva Wow D-I-V-A dash W-O-W and it will bring up the the Diva uh, Women Outdoors Worldwide organization shoot her an email and uh, tell her you'd like to get an event going in wherever you are uh, because they're worldwide now and they will be more than happy to help you set it up. Now, I don't know that they will be able to sell out an event in uh, uh, in Minnesota or Rhode Island. I, I don't know where their uh, where the, their membership lies. I know that here in Texas, they're they're already established and and they'll sell it out. But regardless, uh, if you set up a women's only event or something, in, uh, and contact them and set up a women's only event, they will be more than happy to help you fill it up, and uh, there are, uh, I know of at least a dozen other uh, women's shooting organizations that are the same thing, we're working with uh, uh, two or three other women's organizations, women's shooting organizations, and, uh, and they have all, they get their membership to attend, so, if you're working with a, another organization, if you're making an alliance and working with another organization that's already established, then they will get their members to attend. Instead of you having to go out and grab one or two guys at a time and get them on the line, you contact a an organization that uh, that maybe it's a shooting organization or a women's organization and get them to do the uh, to do the promotions for you among their membership. And and there you go. You've got uh, you've already uh, multiplied. You're using them as a force multiplier. And why wouldn't you do that? Why wouldn't you use a force multiplier, use another organization uh, to get their membership to attend, rather than you having to beat the bushes? So put that on your list of things to do. During your five-minute uh, time this week that you guys are all uh, holding up your right hand and swearing that you're going to do, Google uh, women's shooting organizations. Uh, you'll get uh, thousands of uh, returns on that. Uh, find the women's shooting organization in whatever state you're in. Uh, write up an email, just a very, uh, a very quick, polite email introducing yourself send it off to two or three of the organizations and uh, see what comes back from it and then you can set up a uh, a women's only shoot and get these organizations to fill the ranks for you now, I'm not saying it has to be a women's only organization. I'm just saying that uh, that they do a really good job, just like our female instructors do a great job of instructing and a great job uh, our female administrators do a great job of administrating. Uh, the women's only shooting group do a great job of, of getting their members out on the line. It can just as easily be a uh, a male group, all right. But uh, I can tell you from much experience with male shooting groups that uh, that sometimes that's a harder row to hoe. Nonetheless, any time you use an established group as your ally in setting up a shoot, then you've already multiplied your force by By several degrees so make sure that you are using uh, making alliances as part of your routine for promotions Uh, the library seeds uh, are fantastic and uh, and we're getting a lot of information out that way and we're getting it uh, I've been doing it in schools and uh, you can too if you have kids in school, and even if you don't, you can still go and talk to the school and say, uh, and we have the new new school, school you're coming. You can go and talk to the school and say, listen, <clears throat> I'd like to uh, to speak to whichever of your, uh, whichever your classes that are working on uh, United States history this year, and whenever they get to the American Revolutionary War period, I would like to speak to them about April 19, 1775, and I'm with a uh, a national uh, not-for-profit organization. You can check us out here. And uh, would you mind if I came in and gave a, a talk to the kids about the events of April 19, 1775? And uh, this is one of those cases where I've never had anybody say no. Uh, it, it, so, So why wouldn't you do that? why wouldn't you go to somewhere that that's a guaranteed yes so make sure that you're using the uh make sure you're using existing groups making alliances with them introducing yourself to them uh letting them know what you're willing to do we're starting to get a great uh, uh a great great deal of interaction with the law enforcement organizations and why shouldn't we? Because we, our organization has been doing some fantastic work. The law enforcement officers shooting free uh, is another uh, big pull for them. And there should be no reason why, if you take your five minutes, you select uh, a, uh, a small to midsize uh, sheriff's department local to you. So they start out with your own county where you live. And send them a note uh, letting them know who we are, what we do, uh, that we're not political, militia, anything like that, uh, that we are simply the absolute best fundamental rifle marksmanship program in the United States today, and we would love to come to uh, the uh, the local sheriff's department range and set up an event for them and to have them, uh, you know, to run all their officers through it at one time. We'll bring all the targets, all the gear. We'll bring all the instructors. All they have to do is schedule a a date for it and provide the range, and you'll bring everybody in. Why wouldn't they say yes? The most they can do is say no, right? The most they can do is say no. And their chances are really good that they're going to say yes. Uh, I've spoken to all of the uh, the PD, Sheriff's Departments and stuff around here, and the, the main local ones... Uh, are not big enough for that, but they've sent folks through in ones and twos, <coughs> and uh, and they're very happy with the program. And that means that the law enforcement, their local law enforcement, is happy with Appleseed. They're happy with you, with Appleseed, and they get to know you, and they know who you are. They know you're good guys. You know you're a good group. They've been to the events, and they've listened to what you've had to say, and they know that you're not uh, uh, a domestic terrorist. They know that you're a good, uh, a good organization, providing a valuable training uh, situation for their folks. So make sure that uh, you're contacting the local sheriff's office, police department, letting them know. During your five minutes, like I said, you type out or you uh, you write out. The message that you're going to send to a sheriff's department or to a police department, and then you just uh, say that in your documents. When your your five minutes comes up next week, you pop that out. You put in the new address for the next uh, county over or for the next PD over, and you send that off. All right. And see how easy that is. And I told you before, if you don't have, if you don't have copy or you don't feel comfortable writing the copy for an introductory letter inviting uh, your local PD or sheriff's department to an event, we will write it for you. Uh, We'll be more than happy to do it. Uh, I've got uh, about uh, at least a dozen uh, different letters already written up for Sheriff's Department and Police Department. You can have any one of those. Uh, You can have any one that the staff has uh, has already written up, uh, the promotion staff already has written up and ready to go. There are the uh, copy is already ready, so don't let that stand between you and shooting an email off. If you want to send an email to homeschoolers, contact SCSI. SCSI has been single-handedly running the uh, uh, the homeschooling program uh, in Texas and for a good part of the rest of the United States. He'll provide you with a uh, uh, with copy that you can send to the homeschoolers. And uh, while we're talking about homeschoolers, let's talk about that. They. The homeschoolers' program is no longer a uh, uh, an oddity. They're no longer a small group uh, of strange folks uh, schooling their kids at home. All right, they're mainstream now, and there are millions of them. And not only that, but they are because of the very nature of homeschooling that they that each person isn't uh, trying to develop their own individual curriculum etc they have these tremendous networks that they use to speak to each other and get information back and forth you tap into that and you let them know what you're doing and uh, and listen the the homeschoolers also seem to be a very fertile bunch of folks they may have uh, they may have six or seven kids at once that they want to bring all right and uh, and this fulfills a lot of the requirements of homeschooling <clears throat> so Take your five minutes. Google homeschoolers in your state. It'll take you to a uh, to a forum or to a contact page, so that you can send an email. Get copy from SCSI, who has already had it written out and send an email to the homeschoolers, inviting them to an event. If you're a shoot boss. And you want to invite uh the uh the homeschoolers to the uh to a certain event you're having, there's no reason that you can't send an event and invite a family and tell them that you'll comp them into the event. That they won't have to pay anything. If they just show up, the parents and the kids show up and they can shoot for free. Alright? <clears throat> uh most of the the local crews will have a half dozen rifles. Available because you can actually lend out to them. Uh, it only takes a few minutes, guys, for you to flesh out your lines, and uh, and there are many many ways to do this. Uh, the prepping and survival uh, groups—they're no longer the tinfoil hat nuts that uh, that people would see them at uh, 20 years ago. Prepping and survival groups are now. Uh, mainstream, very mainstream, uh, you can look on – I don't have the uh, the website right in front of me now. But if you'll Google uh, prepping and survival uh, websites or prepping and survival contact lists, et cetera, then you'll get uh, – uh, there's several very good sites that go state by state and uh, allow you to post on the forums and say, hey, uh, we're having a an appleseed Rifle Markership event. Where we're gonna teach you the fundamentals of rifle markingship and uh and it's going to be the most comprehensive and the least expensive uh training weekend that you will go to for rifle markingship. You can bet you're gonna get some bites you bet you're gonna get some takers all right and then they are going to uh uh spread the word for you they're going to become part of the uh uh of the word of mouth alliances that we're talking about. You're gonna try and multiply your force by this. <clears throat> uh yeah, I see one of the guys that says, uh in here, preppers are officially on a watch list by the FBI. Listen, I don't know that there's that there are really any groups left that are not on the watch list by the FBI. But I'll give you a good way to counter that. And that is go down to your local uh uh FBI office there. I don't know if they'll let you in anymore. Used they would you could walk in, but this was Several years ago, because I've walked in and talked to them a couple of times before about it, and uh, and got them to attend. I've had at least a dozen uh, overt FBI agents who have attended, and uh, I'm sure there were others that attended, but they just didn't say anything. But I've had at least a dozen who were overt. Uh, one of the easiest ones to identify was a guy who's wearing a uh, his uh, uh, FBI uh, office T-shirt. And, uh, and lo and behold, guess what, guys? Guess what the FBI folks thought? They thought this was a great organization. They thought that what we were doing was great, that we were doing a great job of it, that we weren't rabble-rousers, that we weren't the domestic terrorists. They thought we were doing a great job of teaching people to shoot safely and correctly. So walk up to your the uh or give a call or shoot a letter to the uh, uh the FBI folks invite them to attend your event <clears throat> i did this uh several years ago uh well right when we first started uh, and i sent them a uh, uh a letter inviting them and uh, at that time nobody attended and then uh, when we started when i started getting the television stations when they started doing uh 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 reports on Appleseed. I contacted them again. I go, Hey guys, uh, uh I wanted to invite you guys to come out to attend an event again. I'm sure you guys are gonna get uh you know when these news stories come out is you're gonna start getting calls from people saying, Hey, you better go check these guys out and I want to give you the invitation right off the bat to come check us out and they came out. They were happy with what they saw. Alright? So <clears throat> so don't have any fear of Uh, Of any of the law enforcement agencies coming out. The more guys, the more law enforcement agents you get to attend, the better off you are. The better off you are. Don't look at law enforcement agencies as uh, the protagonist. Uh, Look at them as an ally. All right? Look at them as an ally. They come out and they see what you're doing, and they see that you're a good guy, and that what you're doing is the right thing for the nation, then they're going to be on your side. All right? They're going to be they're going to be rooting for you. And
1: uh and
0: if you're doing things, let me say this, if you're doing things that you're afraid the FBI will find out, then then maybe you should think about that. Maybe you should worry about that uh and uh, worry about your involvement in things that uh, you're worried about folks finding out about. Contact the the law enforcement agencies, get them to attend and uh if you can if some of the agencies would like us to come and do a specific event for them, we'll be glad to do that. If they want us to come out to a range, we'll be glad to do that. Most of the armories in uh, in American cities uh, will have a uh, permanent staff of two or three folks that are manning the armory. You know, That's their permanent job is to maintain uh, the armory. That means that somebody's going to be there at the armory, and you can stop by. If you see some folks, if you see some cars parked in the armory, your local armory. Stop by, walk in, introduce yourself, give them the brochures, let them know what we do. That the soldiers that we will train the soldiers for free, and that uh, if they want to devote a weekend to uh, uh, to getting the absolute best fundamentals of rifle marksmanship program in the nation in front of them, then we'll do it. We'll send it. We'll we'll gin up a big crew. To go down and run an event for a whole company of uh, folks for the whole weekend, we'll do it for free. Uh, and imagine that you can get—you uh, could be the person that gets the next big military event signed up for us. All right, and we need you to do that. You need to do that. Those guys that are down there at the armory and those soldiers that are getting ready to ship out and go to a foreign country and put their lives on the line—they need this. Uh, Instruction, all right. Even if they're not going to go anywhere, they still need it. We still owe it to them. So make sure that uh, make sure that you do that. I did this uh, a few weeks ago. Now I didn't do it probably in the safest way. What I did, I was traveling back from Houston, and there was a convoy on the road, and uh, and I took an Apple Fee leaflet, and I wrote my telephone number my cell phone number on it in big letters, I mean in big numbers. Drove up next to the uh the main convoy, the uh hum the main hummer there, rolled out my window, stuck it out the window, handed it to the guy, pointed to the telephone, and he called me and uh we set up a uh a meeting uh with his crew and uh hopefully that's going to uh turn out to be uh, of use to them. Uh, They were returning from a uh, training practice, but uh, like I said, I'm not going to advise you to drive up to next somebody on the freeway and hand them your number. You can do it just as easily uh, by going to the local armory, and uh, and if nobody's there, put it in the mail slot. Uh, Get on the telephone and call them during the day, and just tell them who you are and what you want to do. We want to come, and we want to provide a for-free weekend of shooting or a day of shooting. Whatever it is, a half day of shooting. Whatever they will accept, we will uh we will draw up the program, we'll design a program to fit their needs and we will staff it with a, a huge group of great guys for free. How can they pass that up? <clears throat> Alright? So make sure that you guys are that you're thinking about these things. And I know it's easy. Your day is already filled up with stuff. You've already got a ton of stuff that you're that is filling up your normal work day, right? Don't forget about your elevator speeches. Don't forget to uh, uh, to go to VistaPrint or whoever you, whoever you want to use. Shell out the five bucks for uh, the uh, however many it is five hundred business cards. All it has to be it doesn't even have to have your name on there. You can just put the uh, Appleseed Project and put the website on there. And then if you want to put your number or something on there, you can. You can scribble it on there. But if you don't, at least you put something in their hand that will direct them to the website, to what we do. And you can carry uh, 15 or 20 of those in your wallet without uh, without breaking a sweat over it, right? It may be hard to, uh, to carry a bunch of flyers, but you can just pop the card out and say, here, give the website a look. Uh, see if you like what you see. If you do, contact us. Uh, Jot your phone number on there. If you like what you see, give me a call. I can help you set this up. I can make it happen. It's it's very easy to make this happen. All right, guys, it's very easy to do it. When I'm talking about five minutes, that's really all it takes, five minutes. If you want to do more, you can get a lot more done uh if you do 10 minutes uh you can do a ton more if you do 20 but just 5 minutes you know uh the time it takes to drink a soda you can you can push uh the program uh very far ahead in your area by doing this 5 minutes that's all it's going to take to pop open the yellow pages or google the number for your local armory and give them a call let them know what we're willing to do for them uh five minutes to take to cut and paste uh the uh introduction letter to the law enforcement officers, to the sheriff's department, to the police department, that we'll be glad to give you, so you won't even have to write it up. Cut and paste that, put it to email, bang, send it to the local law enforcement. The most they're going to say is no. And they may say, hey, great, we'd love to have you guys come in and do it for uh fifteen of our officers. Or they may just say, look, uh we got two guys that are getting ready to uh take a shot course. This sounds like it would be great for them. And I'll tell you that it is. Uh, and how do we know this? Because of folks that have gone on to SWAT from uh, Appleseed or folks that have gone to SWAT and then come to an Appleseed and said, man, I wish I would have taken this before I went to the SWAT course or man, I wish I would have taken this course before I went to the Marine Sniper School or Army Sniper or whatever else, sniper school, I wish I would have taken this. So five minutes, that's what it's going to take you. I challenge you guys, I challenge you to take five minutes. See, even put it on your stopwatch, you put it on the clock, bang, do five minutes uh, once a week this month, and then come back and tell me what happened. That's going to be 20 minutes in the space of 30 days. Listen. If you can't devote 20 minutes in the space of 30 days, and I'm talking about outside of uh, doing an event, outside of doing an apple seed, all right? The apple seed is the cream of the crop. That's the icing. That's the the whipped cream. Uh, The apple seeds are the things we all look forward to. They're the fun things. They're the roller coasters, all right? I'm talking about outside of that. I'm talking about uh, devoting 20 minutes in a 30-day period uh, to promotions, and then coming back in 30 days, and I'll write this in my notes, 30 days from today, it will be at the end of September, and telling me what what it did for the program. Because if you even got one person to attend, then you were a success. It was a success. That's one person using any of the methods uh, that I've spoken to you about uh, in the last hour word of mouth, radio, television, newspaper, emails, telephone calls, any of those ways, if you get one person to attend only by using 20 minutes of your time, then you were a success, all right? Because there's a couple of thousand of you out there. So if a couple of thousand of you take 20 minutes out of your month and you get 2,000 people to attend, then you've done an excellent job, all right? So at the end of September, I'm going to ask you guys about this. I'm going, to, I'm going to bring it up every week because this is a very, very important part of the program that we are all sliding on. All right? That we are all sliding on. Uh, even if you're doing, even if you're doing 20 hours a month, you can do 21 hours and five minutes. All right? And uh, and I don't think I'm asking for too much from anybody. All right. If I am, then maybe you're in the wrong program, right? And 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 you guys that are already doing the 21 hours or 22 hours, don't start yelling at me because you think I'm talking to you because you know I'm not. All right. If you're doing if you're doing your job, and, and only you know whether you are or not, then then don't yell at me for for asking you to do more or uh, or by listening to what I'm saying and thinking I'm berating you because I'm not. I'm not berating anybody. I'm telling everybody thank you. But I'm also saying, see if you can't dig out another five minutes a week for this and send uh, one email, <clears throat> one five minute email a week. And uh, at the end of 30 days, let me know what uh, you think it did for you. What do you think it did for the program? Uh, all right, if anybody wants to uh, give any quick last minute thanks to any of their folks, uh, our number is. I'm sure the call screener will pop that in there, 347-308-8790. And we've got uh, got a few minutes left here if somebody wants to call in and say thanks uh, to any of their local crews, all right? And it doesn't have to be uh, instructors. It can be part of the Apple Corps program. We have a tremendous Apple Corps program that is uh, growing by leaps and bounds. And uh, if any of you guys want to call in, uh, I see that Tekris was in here a second ago, uh, and he's still in. Tekris, if you want to call in and tell anybody, uh, any of the Apple Corps folks, thanks, uh, and let them know how they can uh, continue to get involved. We've got just a few minutes that uh, we'd be glad to take your call on that. We have places for everybody. If you don't want to instruct, you don't have to instruct. You don't want to tell the story, you don't have to tell the story, although... Uh, although I, I don't, I, it's hard for me to understand because, like I said, that's the icing part of it. That's the that's the place where you get to shine is, and get up there and tell the story. Uh, and I don't care how many times I've told the story, I love telling the story. I don't care how many times I've heard it, I love hearing the story. Uh, I will, I, I'll travel a uh, hundred miles to get to an event so I can hear somebody tell the story. Because I love it. Everybody has a different story. I've never heard the same story uh, come out of the same mouth twice. or I've never heard two people tell the same story. And every time I've heard it, uh, with a few exceptions, it's been a tremendously passionate story. And why? Because the, the person didn't have to make up any passion. The story already holds that within it. the The people who... The people who were the characters in the story already already provided that for us, and uh, and a chance to hear the story that's that's worth traveling a uh, hundred miles, uh, two hundred miles, three hundred miles easily. <clears throat> all right, uh, Tech says he can't call in tonight. Well, then all right, but then uh, but you can make some time to call in next week. All right, make some time, Techers, to call next week to tell us about uh, the Apple Corps folks because I know that you've been doing a lot of work with them. And uh, and if you can't do that, then tap one of your Apple Corps folks uh, to come on the show next week in the, uh, the beginning of the show so they can uh, talk about the Apple Corps program, what they're doing in it, and how everybody uh, has a place in Apple Corps with their name on it if they want it. All right, uh, uh, we got uh, another four minutes, so that's all you got. If you're going to try and call in, you got uh, about uh, two minutes now left to do that. But uh, uh, let me remind you that uh, if you'll keep uh, David Hackett Fisher, Doctor Fisher, in your prayers, and uh, and pray for a speedy recovery and for him to have a full return. Uh, of health, like I said, when I spoke to him on the phone, he he did not sound good. He he, he obviously had, had the last couple of weeks had worn him out. He said the effects of uh, the illness were very similar to uh, malaria, and uh... and it was very very rough on him. And listen, you guys that uh... uh that are living, and I'm not even going to say that you you don't even have to live in rural anymore. All right, the the, the The deer concentrations have grown everywhere. Uh, People in the cities now have deers all over their neighborhoods because nobody will get rid of them. Well, when that happens, when you have thousands of deer all in the same place, guess what else happens? They share ticks. They share diseases. And they're more than willing to not just share the diseases with each other, but uh, to share diseases uh, with you. So, make sure that you're paying attention if you live in these uh in the, the deer uh the high deer areas uh because uh, as I said, Dr. Hackett uh managed to get uh, uh it's not uh, Lyme disease. It's a uh, there's a specific New England name for it uh for the disease that he has, but it is in the family of Lyme disease. And uh, as I said, he he teetered uh, back and forth between the uh, between the here and the not here uh, for quite a while, and uh, I'm sure he'll be glad to tell us about when he comes on uh, in uh, in September. All right, I want to thank everybody that called in, and I would like to uh, to thank the uh, folks in the chat room for the job they do. I want to thank the call screener, who is a faithful, uh, hard worker. And uh, he's been here uh, Almost since the beginning All right Thank you all God bless you We'll see you uh, this next Thursday 7 p.m. Central Time And uh, be sure and look on the forum uh, for uh, For posts about upcoming shows All right Thank you everybody Thank you God bless you all And good night